All right, it is that time once again to hit the books, part of the Hammer Betting Network, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish. I am merely Brad Powers. We got Jacob producing at the controls today and for Zach Phillips. And obviously, we got a lot to get to. We got an NFL talk. Uh, we got an NFL draft talk. We got spring game talk. I will say this. If you stay tuned in, I will have a Heisman future bet that I think has some value. So make sure you're checking that out later in the show. But before I get to my main Spoiler man, alert, Kanish, JJ McCarthy? What's that, Kanish? A Spoiler alert, JJ McCarthy? No, it's not. Well, we can talk, we'll, we can talk through it. Uh, but, but it's not JJ McCarthy. But before we get to that, let me remind you that Hit the Books is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. And keep in mind, BetStamp compares odds across every sports books for games, futures, player props, you name it. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash hit the books or hit the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it does help support the show. Kanish, how was your weekend, man? Good stuff, baby. You know, I got into a little NBA playoffs here. uh, So I like uh, NHL playoffs tonight. So excited for uh, a little bit of uh, extra sports content. And I saw, you know what? I I said, I can't let Brad Powers be the only man that's watching spring games. You know, I was reading the spring game reports here, doing the homework here, uh, making sure I'm I'm keeping up with the Joneses uh, on some of the stuff. So, yeah, yeah. little bit of uh, information flying. And we're, we're already seeing the portal open up. Kids flying yeah. in. Oh, I, I didn't get enough. You know, I, I only got two catches in the spring game. I'm out of here, baby. Yeah. Give, me, give me somewhere it's going to feed me the ball. So, yeah, already the I see some of the player movement starting today. So, uh, yeah, good to see it. Uh, good to see it ramping up. How about yourself? Yeah, it was busy. I mean, I'm probably a little bit. I mean, believe it or not, I probably watched a little too much. I was. I, you, I, I'm surprised you of all people watch a little too much. I, 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 I'm sorry, I say we're gonna have to we can get Brad up and say hey, he's up till five, you know, five a.m. watching, uh, you know, the Texas Southern, uh, you know, three games <laughs> the third time. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna take a break. I might watch one tonight, and then I probably a couple of days. I mean, I've watched 15 since Friday night, and it's look. I, I gotta tell you, I love college football, but I got about a 90 minute window for each team. And then after that, it's just, uh, I, I just, I can't pay attention. So uh, if your spring game is going two and a half hours, I think Jimbo's went three, as always. Uh, it's a very tough watch. Some spring game, I just watched Michigan State this morning. Uh, glorified, you would have thought it was the first day in pads, just a glorified practice. They went through position drills and then had maybe 20 plays of live. It was terrible. Terrible watch. There would be controversy uh, between the fans and, and the, the, the repeat reporters in terms of uh, what the what they want here starting at QB. Uh, so I don't I don't think the Caitlin How- Kate, Kaden Hauser uh, fan club is going to get their wish here. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Hauser. In fact, he's probably going to be third string from I what I watched. Say, if anything, he might be playing at Central Michigan. Uh, this, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. yeah. I, I would expect, you know, watching that, I would expect him to hit the portal because it's going to obviously be Peyton Thorne. And if it's not Peyton Thorne, it's going to be Kim, uh, who got the just as many reps pretty much as Thorne when I just watched literally a couple hours ago. So, uh, yeah, I would say that he would be a transfer portal candidate. Uh, let me, before we get deep and into the weeds on college football and the spring games, 
let me get a couple of your thoughts. Number one, are you betting a lot of NBA and NHL? And if so, I mean, people want plays, they want picks. You got anything for tonight or tomorrow or something to, to look at uh, here in the next couple of days, Kanish? Uh, you know what? I mean, I do a lot of like the, the series price uh, stuff, some series trading. Um, I bet this morning um, NHL series by the Jets at, at, so that's 83 on the rotation. Winnipeg, obviously, at plus 140 or better. There's still some 140s out there, depending on where you shop. That's some Minnesota Wild. Uh, that's only at one, I think it was 135 or better. There's 140 at Chris at the moment. Um, so they're playing Dallas. Uh, bet some Canes. Uh, there's only one place, I think, that's still under minus 200. But I played some minus 185. It's mostly 205 and higher now. But there's still... Uh, Still, so one uh, rhymes with the the the, the goat Vada. Uh, that's still under two minus two hundred. So Kings series, Wild series, Jet series, um, and if, if you want the uh, there's still I, I look you want to do a happy you know the Bruins had some like uh, had, had like a flu bug going around with the team. One so one I looked to trade was if you want to get get some Panthers. I had like one of the square books. That's like three twenty or something like that. I think that's worth like a, a smaller play. Uh, um, and the Oilers number is Steve. Uh, I have some Oilers, but that's that's forty fifty cents ago. Yeah. Uh, are you handicapping that personally, or uh, are you I'm getting sure that from pizza man? And our I'm uh, using someone that uh, uh, is a lot better than me at it. Um, that uh, so uh, no, I get those. And it, it's not from our folks at. Uh, I'm sure they'd love me to plug uh, edge work uh, and say that I, I'm getting it from there. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm getting it from an American hockey source uh, trusting there. So um, yeah, uh, a guy that uh, been, uh, I've been moving NHL for, for a few years now. So fair enough. Sounds like your mic issue. I thought it was me. Like I was waiting to see the chat. Cause I'm always the one with internet issues. It sounds like uh, you're better now in the last 10 seconds. Condition. All right. Let's you see. Are- yeah, all right, moved a little uh yeah, we do we've done a little mic check here and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> yeah. I think we're I think we're in better shape, hopefully. And it's normally me. I'm the one usually bringing down the, the, this stream. But uh all right, I was interested in that. I did a dabble a little NBA. Ah, it it wasn't that great. Uh yeah, Kanish's parents. It's usually me. Yeah, you tell I know. I, I, Ma! Come on, get, 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 the, get the internet up. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, Kyle in the chat. Cause you were a little dicey one more time. Canes wild and jets. Is that what you bet? Yeah. So let me, let me get the, but uh, obviously price is important here. So Canes minus 200 or better wild 135 or better. Uh, uh, there's 140 out there and uh, jets 140 or better. So you should be able to find if you shop it. All those prices. Um, the Canes and the Wild are only at like one or two places. Uh, the Jets should be pretty widely available. But uh, if you can get any of those prices still, I think those three are, are worth a bet. Uh, and maybe a quarter unit or a half unit on Panthers, if you can get a pretty inflated, like 320, 320 or higher. A couple of square shots have like 330. Um, and you know, that's when I'd be looking to trade if they steal game one or two. Fair enough. That's coming off the top of the show. I like that. Some hockey. I've never, I've only bet, uh, made like two or three bets in my entire life on hockey. 
Uh, so he won't get any bets from me in that regard. <laughs> uh, and it was like anti-VGK shit that uh, you remember their opening year here and all their prices got inflated. And I lost every every damn bet because I was like, oh, this doesn't sound like it's priced appropriately. I mean, every joke you – There's actually – yeah, like the Vegas – a lot of – like some of the square shops out there will like inflate the Vegas prices a ton. Uh, oh, yeah, my also, God, it's ridiculous. If you – another way to do NHL pricing is if you go to Moretto's Twitter and see what he posted – you just bet the other side. Like he's on the stars, big stars. They're going down. Uh, he's on a couple of, he's on the Islanders. That's a loser. So basically I just went whatever Moretto did. I don't even, you don't even need a sharp handicapper. You say Moretto, what he's on. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Bet the other side. You come out. <laughs> it's a very simple way. Uh, I mean, the, you could do it that way too. Let's move along. Uh, NFL today, big news before we get to the draft stuff, because there's big news in the draft stuff too. But uh, obviously Jalen Hurts signs the most lucrative contract in the history of the NFL. You and I talked about this a couple weeks ago when we were talking about Lamar Jackson. If you do think you got your franchise player, might as well sign him now because I know everyone's saying, oh, it's way too much to pay Jalen Hurts. Hey, check with me in two, three years when, when he falls out of the top five as far as the highest paid quarterbacks. I mean, Patrick Mahomes a couple years ago, all it's – you know, even though he's the best quarterback in the NFL, you can't pay a guy $45 million a year. And yet now he's, what, borderline fifth or sixth highest paid quarterback all of a sudden, just a couple of years later. So uh, what's your thoughts on Jalen Hurts? Uh, is it a little too much too soon, or, or are you on the wagon right now? I mean, what are you going to do, not pay the guy? Uh, it's just when yeah. you find a quarterback, if he's in that top echelon, you're going to pay him. You're probably going to have to pay him a little more than you'd want to pay him. But, well, I mean, someone's out there um, – and they're going to pay him. So I, I don't think I don't think the Eagles had much of a choice there. And if anything, maybe they did the work here for for Baltimore and Lamar and the agent he doesn't have, and they can just kind of copy very very similar language into to that deal. Uh, so maybe the Lamar deal gets done with similar numbers now. But yeah, I mean it's a lot of money. But it, you you have any type of quarterback that's that's young and talented, the it, it's so hard to find when you're just. You're going to pay him. And it's like, it, this is like the nonstop escalation of the cap keeps going up. The deals keep getting higher. So the mo the second you sign that deal, you know, it'll look better. As you said, in, in three years when like Mahomes now, you, you got him on a steal because he's only getting 40 yeah. million instead of like 50 million. So um, yeah, it, it's a tough pill to stomach, but you got to do it. just is what it is. You got to do it once you find a quarterback that that's kind of a perennial top 10 guy. It's just me, Kanish, and maybe this is more of a comment on today's society. Are we just throwing around money like it doesn't mean anything? Like, I just checked 10 years ago, the highest paid quarterback was Rodgers at like 20 million. Now, all of a sudden, just 10 years, I'm not talking about the 70s or the 80s or the 90s. I'm talking 10 years ago, 20 million. Now, all of a sudden, we're at 50 million a year. I, I just. It'll try be to keep interesting. Up with I this think stuff. baseball I mean, is going to be the first one that, as you've seen some of these local TV deals kind of fall apart that goes through a, a correction at some point of like the, the, the you know, sale basically at, for the last, whatever, 50, 60, 70 years, athlete salaries have been on nothing, but it's like real estate from like 1920 to, to whenever the, the crash happened in 08, where it just went up, uh, up, 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 until it finally hit some uh, point. I think you might see at some point a correction, probably not in the NFL, because, and, you know, until that, they're just keep making more and more and more money. But in sports that are declining in popularity a little bit um 
Yeah, I agree. The bubble, I think, especially with baseball, with the the, the, the shoddy economics they got of no cap, yeah. some of the local TV deals falling apart, uh, like half the teams kind of not trying to win. Um, that would be the one that I think will come to a head first, uh, and maybe we'll see some, like, see some correction where you've got like a declining sport but they're paying people like d- d- 10 years 500 million dollars for um so yeah that that would be the first one to look at for me um in terms of maybe we'll see see a correction at some point but not the nfl speaking of the nfl we got breaking news in case you're living under a rock today and not looking at the betting markets we can probably pretty much say that the number one pick in the nfl draft is going to be Bryce Young. Taking off the board, last I checked at FanDuel, taking off the board here. I mean, the only place in town here in Vegas that you could bet it was William Hill. Minus 370 this morning, off the board. I think last I saw was like minus 1,000 or so. Looks like Bryce Young clearly. Yep, there you go. Uh, at DraftKings, minus 1,000. Bet, obviously, if, you, if you're new to the program, bet 1,000 to win 100. Do they even let you bet 1,000 at DraftKings on that prop? <laughs> Do they let you? Uh, it would to win a hundred, yeah. Um, I mean, as you said, like fourteen hundred now. Holy hell! Yeah, yeah. Minus I swear 14. to God, it was literally a minute before the show came on. It might have been five minutes because I was waiting on you. Uh, but it was like a thousand minus a thousand. Now it's fourteen hundred. No, I mean, it's, I think some of it is like obviously there was there was a big move, and then now you've got people. Uh, just like how a game steams, you know, a group moves it from four to five, and then you've got people moving it out yep. to six, six and a half. Same thing where now um, everyone assuming kind of a kind of a known outcome. Uh, it's and I know what Schefter said, and he basically doubled down on it, and that's what the league thinks. It still was at the point to me where. I didn't. It, it, I I did not feel personally comfortable enough chasing any of the yeah. uh, the massive. You know, like the minus four hundred, the minus five hundred. Um, if it was a day or two before the draft and you were getting this, uh, that's one thing. Um, so I did. Did you jump on any of the? No, the I didn't. I thought about it this morning. I saw minus three seventy at Willie Hill here in town. I think it was starting to run already at DraftKings. Yeah, and FanDuel. Up, and I didn't do it. I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, because I don't think it takes much to move the, the, this stuff. It could be somebody doesn't even know what the hell they're doing. Maybe they're market manip- manipulation. Like I mentioned last week, I don't bet a ton. Well, I did in past years because guys like him, man, would tell me, hey, make sure you get this down, this and that. But me personally, I mean, again, it's five, seven days out for me. We're getting that point starting Thursday where I'll, I'll, I'll start dipping my toe. But again, in town here in Vegas, I mean, we're – we're like a third world country out here when it comes to sports betting. I mean, there's very limited. There's one one out here, and that's uh, Caesars Willie Hill, where I think you can bet like first offensive lineman, first cornerback, second pick. That's about it. That's the only only place that has any props, and that's like the only three or four props that are available. So it's been very quiet. I did not bet it. Uh, I wish, you know, should have, would have, could have, but uh, I'm still at zero right now. Have you made any bets yet that you're willing to talk about in the NFL draft so far? It's been it's been super super limited, as you say. Uh, I mean, the offerings have been smaller. I've gotten down on a couple things small, but I don't have any like major position. I just haven't been able to really. Uh, it, it's hard to even get a major position down um, yeah. at the moment. So, and like a lot of the, the you know the markets out there, um, like the first corner, first uh, the OPMG missed first. A lot of that stuff, like the second it'll get posted, 
you'll have a group that'll come in um, and, you know, like, or, uh, you know, a, a tout type of thing and, and kind of smash the price. And so by the time you're able to really get down on it, um, it's already kind of kind of cooked. So, um, yeah, I don't have, uh, I think, the the glory days of, of draft betting. Uh, we, we've seen kind of the, uh, our, the, the sun is setting on that. So I don't have uh, any uh, massive positions. Um on anything, so I'll be trying to add here as we go forward, and maybe uh, next week's show we can have a, a couple of things that are more widely available. But there's just a, is again the stuff that's super widely available has either been been priced out or um, just don't have anything uh, d- uh, too strong a position here. So it is what it is. But yeah, it looks like Young number two. Heard a few different things. Uh, oh, I think okay. It, I'm it, not. Well, it, there's been you know I I. Hope to have some uh, some better information here as the week goes goes on, but um, I think the the public accounts and some of the private accounts are obviously that the Texans not not very uh, uh, interested in the C.J. Stroud uh, you know being number two here, so um, that could open a number of possibilities, uh, whether it be trade, whether it be uh, thing, and I think that you know we talked on last week's show. Uh, about how, like, well, the Cardinals are, are putting it out there that, oh, the Panthers, we, we got six teams calling us. They want to trade. Well, yes, they were. They, that, they, uh, they were definitely trying to uh, to drum up the interest in, in more of that pick because now uh, you might have, especially if Young's going one, then the number two pick's going to be for sale out there. So, yeah, we'll see here. Uh, a lot of stuff can happen before it kicks off. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I mean, two pick looks like, I mean, you were thinking C.J. Stroud, but uh... – Looks like that's fading. At least you can read the market, but again, it doesn't take too much money to to move too much there. So, still a few days out. I haven't gotten the the orders from you know the, the NFL draft guy himself. So uh, I haven't filled anything yet uh, on that offensive lineman. Uh, I would say Trip in, in the chat. Uh, he, he mentions Broderick Jones. He would know more than me because I I thought at one point it was Paris Johnson or Skaronsky. I'm hearing uh, a little bit of love for him, but uh, yeah, I mean it, he would. Again, seven to one. If you think you got some uh, better info or, or something that the market doesn't know yet, why not take a flyer on that? So, uh, anything else other draft related? I know next Monday we'll, we'll, we'll be almost all draft next week. So, if you're looking for bets and whatnot, folks, uh, next week, I promise. <laughs> Once a few of these get more opened up, and I actually make a few bets myself, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about it more. Uh, you concur, Mr. Kanish? Yep, I would agree with you. All right. So, Let's move along to some college football. I'm going to go back to a comment at the start of the chat by Trip. Uh, Power five teams, this is the 206, Jacob, if you want to bring it up. Uh, Power five teams suffered the most significant injuries in spring games. South Carolina had devastating offensive line injury. I now know that. That's one game I didn't get to yet, South Carolina. So is that going to impact uh, my power rating on their team? Probably not, not an offensive lineman. But I haven't seen too many. Uh, Michigan State had an injury, nothing big. Uh, a guy that looks like he hurt his elbow. That's just literally what I watched an hour ago. Uh, nothing that would move a market yet. What will move markets is the transfer portal because uh, it, it looks like it'll be hot and heavy with starters. Oklahoma State lost a starter. AM lost an offensive lineman. Uh, Georgia lost Bear Alexander. He's going to you know be a hot commodity, a, you know, a 300-plus pound defensive lineman. I'm not sure that he was going to start, but – he could start for most teams. I'll put it that way. Um, and, you know, even if he wasn't going to start for Georgia. So uh, that, the transfer portal will be the biggest thing. I'll say this, watching the Buckeyes, I'll lead with them as far as spring games. I think the defense has improved. 
believe it or not, I like their sophomore class. I think a lot of guys like uh, CJ Hicks, Styles, and whatnot will be major contributors. But watching that game, I don't think Ohio State has the quarterback or the offensive line to win a national title. And that's basically what it is with Ohio State. It's national title or bust. So what I'm hearing, so after I watched that, I put a few phone calls in the back home, people that, you know, I wouldn't say that they're inside the locker room, but they know a few things. I'll put it that way. They said the Buckeyes are looking at two uh, transfer portal offensive linemen. They already got the guys, you know, picked out. And uh, so, I I don't know. I'll take it for what that guy, you know, take it for what he's usually right. So uh, that concurred from what I saw, Kanish. I don't know if you saw the Buckeyes at all, but they need help on the offensive line. And I didn't see enough at quarterback. You know, Brown was out, uh, the, the other kid competing with Kyle McCord. But Kyle McCord is a good quarterback. It's just he's a step down from what Ohio State's had the last four years and C.J. Stroud and, and obviously Justin Fields. And if you're not at, at least at that level, I'm not sure that they got a good enough roster to win the national title. What, what say you? Yeah, no, I agree. I took in uh, some of that as well because I wanted to see just, uh, you know, what we were looking at with McCord. Um, and, and it came in with a lot of the – I know there's been, you know, some panic in Buckeye land about the offensive line. Um Again, if you get a few transfers in, you can kind of kind of quench that. And I wouldn't be, you know, overly concerned. I, but I agree. Like the way the team is structured, and Ryan Day, uh, you know, kind of puts team. They're a team that has been wide open offense. We're gonna more outscore people. That I don't see them, you know, changing a philosophy to be more of a you know a defensive team and run the ball and kind of that they kind of need to be that that wide open uh, off. I mean, the strengths of their team obviously a wide receiver in that. So. If you can't protect the passer and, you know, your quarterback's a little bit of a, you've been going from, like, first round all-everything quarterbacks to, to you know, a guy who who's maybe just a, a good or above-average college quarterback. That's not going to do it. That's not going to do it in terms of national title. It's not, that's not going to do it in terms of Big Ten. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, so they're sweating some bullets here. And, and you also had... Brian Hartline make a very interesting comment about his, like, he's always been an NFL, like, like when someone asked him about his coaching future and he gave a very NFL-centric answer, plus he, he got in, like, some ATV accident. Uh, At 1.20 in the morning, what the hell yeah. are you doing on an ATV? I know you're on your property, you can do whatever you want, but, I mean, 1.20 in the morning, I'm guessing alcohol was involved. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, and he is, uh, I mean... I, I think he's more, uh, you know, critical to the to the success of Ohio State than Ryan Day is at the at, at the moment in terms of what he brings. I mean, he basically gets the the, the top two receivers in the country every single year. Um, so, I I would say there's some. Listen, it could get real sweaty for Mister Day uh, come the end of the season if uh, <laughs> if the offense isn't flowing and uh, Jimmy gets him for number three. Oh boy, it's uh, he's, it's going to be a little sauna there in Columbus for the uh, the Ryan Day tenure. In the chat, Trip's very active. BYU is getting that offensive lineman from Oklahoma State. That'd be a good gift for BYU. BYU's offensive line massive. Uh, they're inexperienced, they're young, but that would be transitioning to the Big Twelve, getting another guy, plug and play guy that's going to start for them. That, that's a really good pickup for BYU. Shows to me. Uh, that they are you know, starting to spend some resources. They they picked up their new defense coordinator is from Weaver State, the head coach. I thought he's a top ten FCS head coach. Jay Hills is, in, yeah. is his name. So they're stepping it up uh, with the move to the Big Twelve. I still think there'll be a transition Oklahoma's, period. It, speaking of hot seat, is is the Mike Gundy era like? Yeah, I think it's coming to an end. I think yeah. it is too. This, this yeah. team, like they, I mean, 
I, I wish uh, I don't want to you know like uh, give the give the playbook here for win totals out, but um, that's one I'll have an eye on in the new Big Twelve. It's like with with what I mean, your starting left tackle's gone. They lost a ton of talent last year. Their quarterback questioned. Like a lot of guys. I don't know what this team looks like going into the season in terms yeah. of like I I don't want to sound like oh you know be over dramatic, but like. Are they going to win four games? Like, I, I mean, I don't. I, don't, I, I would bet be, over four, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a bowl team this year, and, yeah. and that like if he doesn't reach a bowl, then it's like I don't know. I don't know if uh, if he's get, he can get it back together. How would he handle a losing season? He hasn't had too many. I mean, we're talking he's get closing in on two decades now in Oklahoma State, and obviously he's a guy that doesn't have much of a filter uh, and, and has a different. Uh, uh, set of politics than maybe not necessarily the people in Oklahoma, but uh, it does rub some people national media the wrong way to say the least. So it'll be interesting if they do struggle uh, early to, to see how he handles it. But yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm looking to be more of a sell position with Oklahoma state. Let me give you guys a buy position. Again, I'm going to go to trip in the chat mid majors. Uh, I think this was earlier or actually it wasn't trip. Uh, what was it here, man? The, the, the Whatever. Somebody was, Oh, it was, the OPMG. Any mid-majors that might be under the radar? I don't know if it's it's not a mid-major, but it's a power five team that probably people aren't thinking about. California is a team that I watched their spring game. I did not, I wasn't even totally aware that they got a TCU transfer quarterback, Sam Jackson. No relation to uh, the, the movie star, but uh, <laughs> he can run, he can throw. They have Spavital is their new OC. They much more modern offense than what they've had the last three, four years. I liked, really liked what I saw. So, do I think they can win the Pac-12? No, but can they give some teams trouble in the Pac-12 with the experience they have coming back at offensive line? They got a, a Florida transfer on the on the edge at David Reese, who I think is going to be a good ball player for him. Sermon's a middle linebacker. He's back. A ton of guys are back. So, I think Cal's a team that. On a game-in and game-out basis and probably a season win total perspective, I want to bet over uh, them. Uh, it's a team that's had three straight losing seasons. They're 3-12 and 12 in one possession games the last three years. A lot of that had to do with lack of playmaking ability at quarterback and conservative play calling, and I think they've corrected both of those. So that's one that I upgraded. The, look, mostly spring games, I'm not touching a team's power rating. I'm just scouting players, but that was one where – I, I kind of upgraded the team's power rating a little bit. They have something I didn't expect them to have, that being a quarterback. So uh, was there any other teams? I know you probably focused mainly on the uh, on the top-level teams. Was there any teams that caught your eye over the weekend, Kanish? No, it's a, it's a good tidbit on Cal because I, I you know, was interested to see, I like the Wilcox era seems a bit. Also, just in general, like how serious are they taking athletics? There's been some, like, does yeah. Cal even, like, should they even have, a, you know, a football program type of thing? But, um that's interesting because I, I do think for a guy that's, what is he, 30 and 36 or whatever, like, I do think he's a reasonably good head coach. Um, I do too. In, in, and it's just like you just are at such a disadvantage there uh, in, in terms of what you can do that, that I mean, he, he made them compete. But, but you're not, you know, it's funny, they could be even better, but you're getting like the, this is probably what, the best rendition of the, the Pac-12 um, in, in in a long time, uh, yeah. especially at the top. So, yeah, it'll be tough, but it's good to hear because, uh, I, I mean, I think he, he'd he be a guy like if I'm a G5 school and, you know, you know this, this season doesn't go bad and he, you know, I, he'd be one I'd be looking to scoop up for sure. Um, 
So yeah, I know the the Michigan State one was another one where I don't. I, and again, that it was local to me. I didn't come uh, away impressed. I mean, it wasn't I don't, good <laughs> either. Uh, I don't. They, I don't know what the Mel Tucker era uh, it, it is. And again, it's not. I mean, he, he got paid too much guaranteed money for it to be agreed, like a agreed. hot seat per se. But they they lost their defensive line coach and their pass rush specialists, who were like two of the best guys on staff. They kept their DC, uh, who I wasn't a big fan of. Their, their offensive line, uh, I think, has had a ton of holes. M- Mella's like, he, they're not, it's like they're just doing this, uh, I, or the, at the end of the Scott Frost era, he was doing this, where, like, you're portaling so much that you're not really, it's like, I don't want to be, like, the culture thing, but, like, when you're bringing in 25, 30 new guys every season, it's, it's like, how, the, 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 I don't know. I, I don't think that's a, a sustainable way to have success uh, at this level. And they're like, the recruiting for this cycle is going nowhere. Um, the quarterback question, I, I, I don't know. They lost a couple of their, their best players, too, from last year. Either you know ran out of eligibility or went, went into the draft. So, And you're, you're, they're in maybe the the hardest division, depending on what you think of Ohio State, at least one of the best divisions in the country. Um, well, they got three they top got, ten teams. Yeah, Washington in the in the non-con coming yeah. in, gonna be a t- gonna be a. T- I mean, and you go struggle to get the goal eligibility. I'll put it that. that way. I would. I think. I think getting there is a successful season for them. Yeah. If they don't, and you're paying this coach, uh, you know, top t- top five money, back to back non-bowling seasons. Oh boy, uh, could get a little sweaty there in uh, in East Lansing, but. Um, I don't know. What are you going to do? You're going to. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't you know, do nothing right now. It's the same as Jimbo Fisher, where like you, you got a, somebody that's going to cut him a check for a hundred million to give to show him the door. No, you're just going to stick with them. I will. On the positive side, I'll give you a player to keep an eye on. Uh, Nathan Carter, transfer running back from Connecticut, looks the part. He's going to be their yes, starter, even though yes, Berger's coming back. I think Carter's going to be their starting running back. So keep in mind, we're only two years removed from. Uh, you know, Michigan State running back being up there in the Heisman. So if you're into the fantasy stuff, that might be a guy you could pick up uh, cheap that, that I think could have a really good year. So that would be the positive. But I don't think they have the quarterback. And I don't know. I didn't see enough to, to for them to move the needle. Again, I, I'll say ball eligibility should be the goal this year. I know that's not going to make too many people happy, but that's a legit goal. <laughs> and that's it as far as I'm concerned as what I know right now. Uh, let me mention I'll stay in that division, Penn State. Uh my man, a team that I might be a little bit down on after watching their spring game, Penn State. I mean, I, I, Kanish, I don't know if you saw this, but the second team defense for Penn State beat the the first team offense legitimately. I mean, all game long, that was the match of the first team offense versus second team defense. Second team defense, especially at the line of scrimmage, whipped the offense for Penn State. Now I know it's one scrimmage, but I don't. I'm not sure that Alar is going to be accurate enough. For Penn State, I do love the running backs for them. I think the wide receivers are yeah. fine. I think the defense is legit top ten. I mean, the, the, their secondary is really good up front. Uh, they're really good, but do they have the quarterback and the offensive line to beat Ohio State or to beat Michigan? As of right now, I don't think that's the, the case. So I was not impressed with the Nittany Lions. Did you catch that one at all? Yeah, I caught. Yeah, you know, I didn't actually watch. I basically read like the the reports after the summary that was obviously echoing your sentiment there. Um, the, the kind of their their offense, uh, even the last few years on that, even with Clifford a quarterback, uh, it hasn't exactly been. Um, I, I, it's 
it's like when they haven't been able to to run the ball or you know use the the mobile quarterback it just hasn't been an offense that that you know felt like you know uh, a, a few years ago when they were throwing they had Joel Moorhead uh, they felt much more dynamic at that era yeah. it's kind of been just even like the the play calling and the rhythm and the scheme um, has just and their offensive line is hasn't any been been anywhere you know near uh, an elite level uh, even uh, wow. even with some you know talent they've brought in so yeah it, it's somewhere where they've been you know the defense has been headed to the offense for a few years now uh, and if you as you said like. To get over the hump, if you want to beat in a Michigan or high or both, to re- I mean to win, yeah, they yeah, probably yeah. have to beat them both to get there. Uh, I don't it see. Seem- it. I don't see it either. It, it seems like a tall task and a team that um, has a ton of ta- it, 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 James Franklin, another guy that uh, he's so dependent on on your coordinators to have schematic success because he's not that type of guy. Uh, that, you know, if you don't have A-plus coordinators, um, it's tough to fix it, where a guy like Ryan Day, a guy like Jim Harbaugh, you know, if things aren't going well, they're taking over their own offenses. Uh, James Franklin not not really, uh, you know, has the skill set to do that. So, again, a lot of talent. Um, Jury's still out on on Alar. I kind of need to kind of need to see it from him. Um, One that a... uh, Friend of the show was asking me about uh, was the uh, the opener September second uh, West Virginia at Penn State. Uh, I know oh, there's. Damn a, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say anything because I didn't. Right, all right, we don't have to talk about it if you want. Yeah, so it's gonna move now because I just let the cat out of the bag. Uh, I was gonna drive to Arizona bet the game, so I mean, you guys figure out what I was gonna bet. So. I, the only thing I will say, if and you I know you tell me, I'm going to get a piece of it. If anybody in the chat or you tell me, because again, I can't get on my, I don't have FanDuel here. If you tell me I can get a little bit of a piece, I just need a couple hundred bucks. That's all I ask for. I think West Virginia plus 18 and a half is a solid bet. All right, I'll give you a nickel I, I would drive here. across on. the board here, 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 here. and make that bet. All right, you're in 550, 500. You're in 18 and a half. I'll, I'll DM you for a from here. Um, That's a good bet. I, and it, if Jacob has that pulled up, uh, we can watch that move live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it should too be much a delay with a quarterback that I don't think is a difference maker. Uh, too much delay. I do not see it. If you can't beat your second team defense, I mean, literally, it's a ten nothing spring game, and you don't want to overreact too much. But and I know there's conservative play calling, but I didn't see anything to, to to put my hat on, especially to lay more than three scores, more than seventeen points in a in an opener. Yeah, that's too much delay. So yeah, West Virginia is good. I'm glad. Is that what? You were thinking West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's where I was going with it. Uh, friend of the friend of the show, uh, um, uh, you know, franchise uh, was was asking me about it. I I looked in, and this was what I was going to ask you. I, I spent some time looking in West Virginia. Um, didn't have. I can't. I wasn't. I'm not going to be able to make a real rosy case in terms yeah. of uh, in terms of what they have coming back and their offense. Uh, but it was just one of those. It's like okay, uh, probably too many too many points. Um, just just on the surface with what Penn State's offense looked like. Uh, but that was that was all I had from a, a positivity standpoint. And why the case is more about Penn State uh, Penn yeah. State fade with the points than it is uh, talking up West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to try to keep it on the DL because uh, West Virginia spring game Saturday, I was going to watch and see if I can make a stronger case. But, yeah, it's worth it. I mean, I, I where do I think it closed? I think it closed probably 17. So we'll at least get a point and a half there, uh, you know, on a relatively secondary number there. So uh, good bet. Thank you. And you ain't have to give me that. I was just bitching. 
piss in the morning. But uh, uh, you don't even have to give me that 500. I just I, I want it down that West Virginia is a good play there. Uh, let's check the chat. Uh, Jane Feldman is hyping up Penn State up on his podcast. I don't know any more of these reporters. I, I don't trust anybody. Uh, I, I just don't. I mean, that's not anywhere near what I saw uh, on Saturday. And look, you don't want my word for it. Matt Millen is on the broadcast. Penn State alum. And look, he can't run a front office, but I think he's a really good commentator, and he's smarter than a lot of other commentators. Uh, and he basically said this. He's like, look, as a big – he took a, a question like, hey, what would you think of the game? He's like, I'll, I'll answer this in two different ways. As a Big Ten analyst, sure, Penn, Penn State's good. They're going to be able to compete with Michigan and Ohio State in the East. We're going to have a really good race for the Big Ten championship. As a fan, what the, what the heck did I just see? I mean, that, and I, if you don't believe me, I literally tweeted the video. I mean, he was like, what is that? And that's what my thought process was watching that spring game. That was bad. It was not good football on the offensive side of the ball at all. So, I mean, I know you're, you're a big Matt Miller fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I wish you would have stayed in the booth for as all as they would have saved yeah. me a decade of misery. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. that I, I agree. Some of the national guys, just to, like as a macro discussion, like, are they, and that's part of what you get here on Hit the Books, so like, uh, is, is you know, is Feldman grinding the, the tape of every, you know, every spring game that's out there? Uh, again, he, don't get me wrong, has some good info sometimes. Um, yeah. I know a lot of, uh, you know, he's, he's, I like his, like, freaks list and stuff that he has, you know, some some get some good stuff, but um, yeah. uh, is he dissecting the scheme of every, you know, Penn State play from the, the spring game? Probably not. He's probably taking, like, the, the national narrative of, like, Penn State has a lot of good players. On defense, they do. Uh, yes. And they got a few guys on offense, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I like the running back core. I, I'll say this. This is where I'm at with beat writers. They're good for injury info, information. A lot of times they can get that as quick as anybody as far as injury information. When it comes to scouting, uh, no. And I'll even use – and even sometimes they don't even get the, the, the main injury stuff. I'll never forget, I think it was Buffalo, Kent State. The, there was like a, a woman sports writer that says, oh, I'm at the game. Here's the team warming up for Kent State. And she didn't – it's like, oh, this person's going to be in the lineup didn't even mention the quarterback if Schley was going to play or not. I mean, are you a freaking idiot? I mean, she's like the only one at the game that's covering the game from the media. And she's like, oh, this person's going to play. This person's going to play. Well, what about the freaking quarterback for Kent State? Is he going to play? So I, I just – I don't – I don't think much. Mac about. injury info will uh, will take years off your life if uh, if you're gonna you're gonna and and it's right you're saying it's not a lot of time it's not even like credentialed like be it's like uh, some guy from Central Michigan I follow he like he works for like the student newspaper he was like the only one tweeting info I don't even think he gets paid I think he's like a, a free intern yeah. he was the guy that was tweeting out like uh, you know anything Central Michigan related so yeah uh, some of these places uh, aren't exactly. Uh, uh, you know, I, 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 there's not exactly a big following here for getting this stuff. So, I'll get to a few more questions in the chat, and then we'll wrap up with Georgia. So that might be hint, hint as far as the futures bet. Uh, in, in the chat, trip Tepper Florida plus nine against Utah. I'm watching Florida spring game. Not interested right now. I'll tell you what. I'll be in, interested in that game. The under. Uh, I think Florida's defense will be fine, but their offense. They're gonna have to hit the portal. Florida. Uh, it's gonna have to hit the portal and. Look, I mean, you got an SEC team getting more than a touchdown against a Pac-12 team. Sure, I, you know, why not? But I don't know. Florida, I mean, they wouldn't scare me at all. 
and keep in mind Utah was favored in the swamp last year. I know they lost the game, but I mean they easily could have won. And you know, as much as I don't like Anthony Richardson, he's still a playmaker. Made a couple plays in that game yeah. for Florida to win. Florida doesn't have that right now, so no. yeah, I, I can't I can't get to the window yet on Florida. Uh, next was, season, I South I, 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 I come in a little hot. I don't th- unless they are able to get some. I don't think Napier is going to survive like the, the the year past this of, of just. Oh, I don't know yeah. if they're going to go bowling, and if they don't, uh, I mean, yeah, you're, not gonna, you're not going to win six, seven games with Graham Mertz right now. They had the NIL fiasco, uh, which is hurting recruiting. That they, you know, like a, they stiffed uh, Rashada. You know, when he <laughs> when the second he got to campus, they didn't have his money. They weren't able to seal the Michael Pratt deal uh, for whatever it is. So whether it be the boosters aren't behind him, or the program's not behind him, or Florida has too many broke people, uh, you know, in, in, in the in the the circles for their whatever. They can't raise the money. Uh, I don't know if they're subverting Napier or whatever it is, but um, I think his tenure is in serious jeopardy. I was told by someone on the inside that they will spend a lot this class. My comment was, will they back him up if they're five and seven? And the response I got was a question mark. And I think they're five and seven this year. Go look at the. I agree. Yeah, I think they're it's five okay. six win team. So it, do, I, it doesn't make any sense to spend it now. You, you, the guy's about to like. You didn't get him a quarterback, uh, and you know you're about to you know have back to back losing seasons. So uh, and then if he gets fired, the recruiting class falls apart anyway. Jacob uh, in the chat, uh, Brad Brad Kanish on USC. Same thing. No, I think they're a little bit better defensively. I mean, they got some guys. We'll see. I mean, uh, Anthony Lucas in the portal. Uh, we'll see. I don't think they're done yet. I mean, there's already rumors and whispers that they might get Bear Alexander. Huge yeah. kid. They need size on the they interior. They need that badly. They're, they're too small. But I'll say this. Caleb Williams might played three plays, three plays touchdown. Boom, bang, efficient. I mean, it, it looks good. So, I mean, they're not going to be out of any game. Uh Regardless, offense or defense. I mean, I, I still don't see enough dudes on defense, but again, I, I expect them to be active in the transfer portal. So to be determined, as of right now, they would be my favorite in the Pac-12. What say you, Kanish? Yeah, you know what? It, it's I think I was a little surprised they weren't even a touch more aggressive in terms of adding talent on defense. Um, I yeah. don't love uh, you know greeted their defensive coordinator, Mister. Um, I, I just he's never been I think he was a guy that like made his name a while ago and has kind of rode coattails in a few places uh I just don't think he's a great coordinator I don't think they have uh it, it's kind of a year-over-year process in terms of um you know them being able to to kind of rebuild that defense because it was so you know for even for USC so talent uh drained uh there especially on the defensive line uh so yeah the barrels I think they really need him um so again, they'll be, it'll be a ton of fun. The offense is going to be absolutely insane. I love that uh, that recruit they got. Who's like I, I don't want to leave people. Who's Robinson, um, Zachariah Branch, the wide receiver. Zachariah uh, Branch, yeah, he flashed. Yeah, this I mean, game. he's got some Tyree Kill vibes there. And in that offense, um, I just think they're they're. Like Almost got. unstoppable. They just got yeah. a five-star tight end, Deuce Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Relique Browns, they're playing him in the slot. Uh, they had a four-star running back out of Texas that flashed. Uh, the South Carolina transfer running back made a play. Yeah. Uh, I just I don't know how you stop them. The, the way to stop them is on the other side. Run right at them and keep Caleb Williams off the field. I mean, that's what 
you're going to have to do. Or, I mean, just trying to literally injure Caleb Williams. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how to stop him because I will say this. There is a drop. You think uh, Lincoln Riley's offense, uh, you know, plug and play. Ah, there's a drop off considerably to him in the back. Uh, Malachi Nelson isn't there yet. The five star two freshman and Miller Mo- uh, Moses Miller Miller Moses. I I don't know what's just first, but uh, he's not there yet either. Not even close. So I uh, I mean, if you're talking about what's Caleb Williams worth the point spread, I, even though it's a Lincoln Riley offensive quarterback friendly offense, it's a touchdown. Uh, from what For I sure. saw in the spring game, there was especially with I mean, how they have to win games. Like they're not going to win them, yeah. you know, fourteen ten. So uh, yeah, I I totally agree. He'd probably uh, be up at there least a touchdown. Him. So uh, yeah, that would be the only thing slowing down SC. I still don't think they have the horses when it comes to playing a Georgia, which I will get to here in a, a minute or two. I don't think they have the horses up front on either side to, to compete with. They're not there yet. I'm not sure they'll ever be. I mean, I, I'm waiting for Lincoln Riley to really prioritize the defensive side a little bit more and the offensive line just a little bit more. UConn Rev in the chat, Oregon State, DJU to win the Pac-12. I mean, Pac-12 is pretty wide open. I, I Again, I, I start with SC. Utah's there. Washington's there. Oregon's there. Obviously, Oregon State overachieved last year. I haven't seen their spring game. It's coming up. Uh, but I, here's what I will say. I'm not a big fan of DJ, but I am a fan of Jonathan Smith, their head coach. I think he's one of the more underrated coaches in the country. Uh, and obviously, being in Corvallis, they, they don't get much publicity. So, can, can can I see them making a run? Yeah, give me the right price. I, I'm probably going to need fifteen to one. Well, that's what, what I was going to say. There? Like the the price that the only place that had fewer receivers and they're like five fifty, uh, and that's like way. That's too that, no, I would not. I bet the no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, I again, I would need. I mean, I think they're fifth at at best there i mean depending on what you think of utah but uh they obviously don't have the frontline talent of a usc or an oregon uh and then they don't have the quarterback like washington does so i think utah's better and utah's behind i think if i'm making one bet off the the, if utah wasn't the two-time defending champ i think utah six to one would be the value pit play there at caesar's willie hill i haven't bet it yet no same for me but that, that would not be uh yeah, I agree with that. You, you just can't play that price. Even if Oregon State, you, you believe in DJU, and I agree, the coaching staff, and the, he kind of fits a little bit more of the system they want to run there, but you, you can't bet 550. <laughs> no. Uh, Dante Moore, one name in the pack. So, yeah, he's a name to, to keep an eye on. I might actually physically, they don't have a spring game, but I did read some fine details that every single one of their practices is open to the public, so I might actually drive there, believe it or not, Kanish. Uh, if the weather's decent, I, I might make a drive next week and catch one of their practices uh, for, for UCLA because they're way late. Uh, they're one of the last teams that's going to finish up as far as spring practice. Yeah, just to, to get a look on Dante Moore. You and I have been talking about it. That That is a name. Um, that's a kid that should have been not Arch Manning. It should have been Dante Moore, the, the, the number one uh, quarterback recruit in the country. You don't believe me, popping the tape in the Ar- Army All-American game. He was phenomenal. I mean, you just had nothing but All-Americans on the field, and he was better than everybody on the field. So, yeah, that's – I'd like to see him. Uh, so, yeah, I agree there. I, any other thoughts before I start talking Georgia here? Uh, no, just – no, I agree with uh, – yeah, the Dante Moore is fantastic. And now huge step down from Moore to, to – I think his name's Car- Carr. He's yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. – yeah, yeah. Very, uh, you know, very limited passer. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we will I'm have material – for years on CJ Carr. <laughs> so <laughs> you and I are going to go back and forth. I wonder what you would think of CJ Carr legacy, Michigan legacy. If he's committed to Michigan right now, 
I'm I'm as, I'm an unbiased analyst as it gets, baby. Straight, I call it straight like it is. You know, uh, you know, like down the line. So if if he was a Michigan kid, I'd be very concerned, Mr. Powell. No, you wouldn't be. No, you wouldn't. Be. But instead, no we went out and got the yeah, Dante I like Moore light in Jaden Davis. Yeah, I will say the last thing on Dante Moore. I still am stunned that the kid isn't at Michigan, Ohio State, or Notre Dame. Something like. I can't believe he's not at one of the three. You're talking about in Ohio, that little area there, and I'm familiar with it. I grew up about an hour south uh, of Kanish. I'm very familiar with it. The best quarterback prospect in that area in a generation, and none of those three schools could get him. It's just it's stunning to me. And none of the three schools got a top-level quarterback prospect in that class period. Right. I mean, they all got decent, solid guys, but nothing spectacular. I just – I don't get that recruitment. I just—it was a weird one. It was a real weird one, kind of the entire way. Um, I, I remember. I mean, you know, he was like early leaning to Notre Dame. Ohio, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked just by the way that like how they like Ohio State was never. How did Ohio didn't, State not get him? I don't know. I really don't know. With the offense they run and the opportunity they had, I have no idea why they weren't a major player in that. Um, I, I can more see the the Michigan and the Michigan State being turned away. Uh, in terms of, you know, the you know, Michigan runs like the, you know, the triple option, basically. Michigan State's in the, you know, kind of trending towards the, you know, John L. Smith. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that was a weird one. So, uh, I don't know. And then, but, hey, good get for UCLA. They should be, uh, they should be fun. Before Georgia won, next season, South Alabama, I don't know yet. I mean, here's what I do know. I think a lot of these G5 teams are going to get raided. Uh, it's all so changed. I am, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <We don't, laughs> the portal is going to wreak havoc on some of these teams. So give me a month. Let the portal settle a little bit. And I think a lot of these G5 teams, what they'll end up doing is going to the FCS and rating some of them programs to get players to fill out the roster. So I don't know. It's very ever-changing right now. So I don't have a, a South Alabama pick yet. Give me a month on that. Uh, the yeah. Ducks haven't seen their spring. I mean, they're right there in the mix with Washington, USC, one of the pack. 12 favorites. Uh, they're, they've got a late spring, I think, the 29th. I, I, I still like to see people in person for some reason, just to, to see. But, I mean, obviously, Nix is back. I'm not a huge Dan Lanning guy. I, I'm just not. So, uh, probably will not bet a future bet for them to win the title, uh, Pac-12 title, but we'll see. Give me the right price, I'll bet any team. Let's talk Georgia, a team I did bet to win the national championship, and I watched their spring game on Saturday, and I'm here to tell you I'm more confident in that bet. Uh, I haven't seen Alabama and LSU yet. They're next week. But I'm, I'm pretty confident that Georgia's the best team in the country, Kanish. I mean, I think they're better than last year. And they got less question marks. Last year they're coming off a season where they had, you know, they ended up getting, what, 14 guys drafted. They took zero guys in the transfer portal, still won the national title. They're deeper. I, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the offensive line looks good. That defensive unit uh, – especially on defensive line, might take a little bit of a step back. But their true freshmen at outside linebacker and edges are unbelievable, already flashing in that game. I don't know if you caught it, but, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're by far – I think they're the number one team with margin. What do I mean by margin? You know, three, I would favor them by three-plus point, points over any other team in the country right now. The not only question – like, uh, any concern, I know, like, this doesn't – you, you don't see the full spectrum of this in the the spring game with uh, the coordinator switches. Um, just in terms, I, I mean, I thought Munkin was just such an incredible play caller for them last year. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. 
Uh, that that would be my only concern. Yeah, I have yeah. no, I can't poke any holes in your argument in terms of yeah. the roster. Um, and in terms of the schedule, like, oh my god, what's their most I'm, at Tennessee? I guess is uh, That's other it? than that, I I don't see any way they don't make like, I don't see any way they don't make the playoff. Like, there's just. There's just there's no the SEC East doesn't um, at Auburn if you want to be you know buy into um, the early Hugh Freeze era but I think I mean the early re- you know returns from that were like they uh, they're already gonna they like, gotta get a quarterback yeah, <laughs> yeah they're already looking for players uh, they just don't they don't they, I mean they don't have anybody in the the non-con that's that's losable so I mean they're, they're going to be they're going to be in the playoff like so yeah i'd agree with you that the number's not going to get better they're not going to lose any game in the first probably 10 weeks that's even remotely losable so no. i agree there's just no like you either got to bet it now or or don't bet it because uh, uh i mean yeah over two to one is as, as good as it's getting i agree with you so mike bobo is their new oc yeah i mean obviously a name that's been around the block a time or two not a, a you know a name that people are going to be like, oh my God, it's, st- it's stupendous hire. Uh, good symmetry between him, you know, Kirby Smart, Muschamp, Bobo, all Rat Georgia in the 90s. Uh, so I kind of like that. Uh, I, I, and it's just a spring game, but I kind of like the play calling. And if you don't believe me, I mean, Tailgate Tent's a pretty sharp guy in college football. He said the same thing. And it kind of leads me to my point. I know it's not going to be, you know, very popular to bet a Georgia quarterback to win the Heisman. But Stetson Bennett finished fourth last year. And if you're going to give me 40 to one on the starting quarterback, that's by far the best team in the country, I'm, I'm going to bet it. And I did bet it after watching the spring game. That was the one bet I made after watching all the spring games over the weekend. I bet Carson Beck is going to be the starter. There is not, there is no controversy or competition anymore watching that. I mean, he has obviously a better arm than Stetson Bennett. They threw it vertically down the field. Weren't afraid to show that off. And he was pinpoint accurate. I mean, the stuff that I'd see out of, you know, Heisman caliber players at this point, even though he doesn't have much experience, but I bet Carson Beck 40 to one to win the Heisman. That's my bet. If you can find anything 30 to one or greater, you got the, the starting quarterback for the number one team in the country. Give me 30 to one or better. I think is a solid value pick. What say you? No, like, I mean, I, I can't, I can't argue with the fact that like, yeah, if you're getting uh, a team that we think, we think at worst probably goes eleven and one, if not twelve and zero. Um, he's going to be in the conversation, uh, and so you're getting, a, as you say, you're not going to. Uh, I mean, it's not like you're playing a, a five to one here, and 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 yeah. from a talent standpoint, I, he's got to bring more to the table than Stetson Bennett did, just from a skill set perspective. And so I know people love the Stetson Bennett story and all that, but in terms of throws he can make, yeah. uh, arm talent and all that, uh, you you got to think he's. He's an upgrade there, so um, yeah, I don't, I don't hate that at all. Probably gonna as soon as we get off here, go, uh, go a little bit of shopping there. Um, Fanduel, yeah, I think I, had in your neck of the woods, Fanduel. I think still okay. had forty to one. That was before the show. Uh, let me say the concerns, though. I mean, because I'm not saying, oh, it's the greatest bet in the world. Well, one, Georgia's gonna be pummeling teams. Is he gonna be playing four quarters and piling up stats? Probably not. So that's a concern. Uh, one thing I did kind of like, though. I started thinking about the other candidates as far as the national title contending teams. I think there will be, you know, Caleb Williams deserves to be the favorite, but mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, there's a reason why there's only been one two-time winner, Archie Griffin. I mean, he's just going to get every single play is going to be scrutinized for Caleb Williams. 
uh, as far as the, the Heisman goes. But, I mean, sure, he deserves to be the favorite, and you can find some off-the-wall book that has him mispriced and then sure bet that. One thing I didn't – the Ohio State quarterback situation didn't give me much hope. I don't know with Alabama. I haven't seen it yet, but I don't have much hope there as far as the quarterback position. And I guess I'll close the show. I'm not as high on J.J. McCarthy as everybody else. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. we're going to close the show on that? I don't think no, I, so. I want your feedback. You get the last word on that. Um, do I th- – again, do I think that the offense itself is going to be as prolific enough in the passing game for him to get there? Um it, it would be quite it's just not the way it's just not the way they they the, the bread is buttered there uh and yeah. so you know took a shot last year when he was 50 to one ish or so uh the, obviously the number is worse now so it's not one i'm running to the window but there is wow. a uh a, a quarterback situation that looks like it cleared up over the weekend baby uh yeah, that's a good one. and mr Damn. was all the talking uh was all the all the rage baby that uh Arch is, uh, you know, going to be watching this year, uh, and uh, you know, Uwers, uh, he looked like the he looked like the guy. So, any thoughts on the the Texas situation? Love it, love it. Uh, I'll because we have market influence on this show. Uh, I'm gonna have to make that bet here in the next couple minutes. Uh, but I went for a walk before uh, this morning, and I was like, you know what? I gotta look at Quinn Ewers uh, to make that Heisman bet. Murphy, I thought, looked the most explosive as far as the highest upside. That was my only, you know, kind of like, oh, viewers get spanged up a little bit. Do they insert Murphy and away they go? But here's the thing. The transfer portal, he's not going to enter it one year, but maybe one year from now, uh, Arch Manning's already on transfer portal watch because he's clearly the third-string quarterback right now. Yeah, um, Is he going to beat Malik Murphy out? How much are they paying? Like, is, I, if, if some of the reports that be, you know, I, he's making like <laughs> what, what an NFL backup quarterback makes right now in terms of NIL money. And I don't, I mean, I think the best thing about the Arch Manning set was the gravitas he had in terms of Texas getting players. Like, everyone knew his name. They got a great recruiting class. I think it's still rolling into this year. Uh, that's probably the best impact Arch Manning's going to have in the first two years. I agree. The other guys that came along with them. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. We'll have to see if Mr. Ewers uh, is is a real. Because I I will say the 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 second the last half of last year, and I know that we, he was potentially dealing with something. He was one of the more disappointing oh. uh, players, uh, just in terms of his mechanics and the way he was playing, the way he was approaching the the game. I, I don't know. So I, that's one that again, it's one game. It sounds nice. He obviously has talent. He's, he's a guy that's been very, uh, I, and I've heard this when he was at Ohio State, too, that the in practice he was very, and just his overall, like, dedication and stuff to that. So we'll see. I don't want to overreact to one spring no, game. But. And look, am I betting him 20 to 1? No, I'm going to shop real hard, see if I can get 40 or 50 to 1. So if you're out there and you're seeing 20 to 1, I haven't even looked yet. That didn't even cross my mind. He's 20 to 1, not a bet for me. Yeah, I'm I'm with you in terms of just like I'm not like it, it, like oh no you know I, I mean because if there's one school that uh, and the game to keep an eye on week two is Alabama where he sure. can rock it. I mean if he plays like he did in that first quarter against Alabama, he's going to go. You know if you want to get get in front of a uh, if you're feeling confident, I mean and you like Texas in that game, maybe 
put a little bit on yours because he'll go from, you know, 20 to one to almost Heisman favorite if they upset Alabama in week two, a high Agreed. profile game. That's, I don't have anything else. You got anything else, buddy? No, I think that uh, I was I was a good one. We had about an hour here, so yeah, we'll. Uh... That's what we've been running. You know, the pizza man. Uh, you know, Jacob, our outstanding producer, said, "Hey, you guys might be running a little too long." I'm like, "Look, me and Kanish can talk college. We could do an hour a day, no problem, talking college football." You think so these like, are? Wait not... till we get in the season. It's gonna be people better. Uh, you know, uh, you know, put put the kids to bed early and feed. You know, get their dinner ready because these, these shows during the year. Uh, we I was gonna say. We could go all night here uh, talking exactly. college football. So, the and listen, active, who cares what the pizza man has to say? I don't. I'm not like. Listen, you think I'm listening to what that? Get out of it. We'll we'll run it as long as we uh, tell Phil, tell Zach Phillips when he gets back here that just keep the camera rolling. Exactly. But before we sign up, I do want to make sure anybody's still watching. Make sure you're subscribed to hit the books on the YouTube channel so that you get notified in real time whenever a new episode drops or we go live. If you do enjoy our content and our picks and our bets, please smash the like button. If you're listening in audio form, please rate and review it five stars. For all our show updates, make sure you're following at HitTheBooksHQ and at TheHammerHQ on Twitter. Again, as far as picks, uh, futures for me, I'm going to go Carson Beck, at least 30 to 1 or greater for Georgia, Heisman future. Uh, and then sign me up. You can find... Uh, 30 to 1 or greater, I'll do Quinn Ewers as well. I do like Carson Beck better uh, of the two. So, shop around as always. You'll get disparate prices. Uh, a- any other closing thoughts, Kanish, before we sign off? No, I think that uh, we, we, you know, get it pretty good today. And uh, hopefully, we'll have some more, uh, hopefully, depending on, uh, you know, the offers are out there, a little more information, uh, we'll hit the draft harder next week. Draft best bets coming next week, guys. We'll talk to you then.